everyone. This is Donna and this is Postpartum Talks. Thank you for stopping by. As usual, I am grateful to have your attention as I share with you some of my experiences and also some of my observations as a postpartum doula, working with you new moms and us older moms sharing our experiences with you. I also wanted to give you a little update on some of my contact information. You can email me at amaservices at gmail.com or you can visit our website at www.amadulaservices.com. If you actually need to contact or reach out to me, you can call at 717-615-7851. All right. Other than that, let's get into it. We're going to talk about how we can just refresh on appreciating who we are as a woman, as a woman with her new body, things going left or right. I just want you to be encouraged about who you are as this new woman. Stay tuned and I'll meet you on the other side. Welcome back. Who are you? Who is this new woman? Who is this new mom? It's you. Many times I've experienced where after having a baby, it's like, I didn't even remember. What did I like to eat? What's my favorite food? Um, what was my favorite outfit or will I ever fit in to my favorite outfit again? There are so many things that I experienced of acceptance that I may not be the person I was before this baby, but I'm becoming someone new and I really didn't understand how I felt about it. Um, I, after having maybe the two children and so I was pregnant with my third, I started to realize, wow, um, things are moving a little faster for me. I started to realize my friends were advancing in different life areas on their particular stage of development compared to myself. And that was starting to bother me. I, I used to feel I was falling behind in my education lab, um, status. I was falling behind with my personal financial status. The goals that I set for myself were not happening fast enough. And I was very active being a mom and a wife, but I was neglecting myself. I found that many women, we do that. We think that, oh, I'm a good mom if I don't take care of me. Some of you new moms um, in 2023, you're much more aware due to, I'm sure, seeing other women before you fall apart. You know, they didn't take care of themselves. They put everything they had into someone else who they were taking care of as a caregiver, as a mom, as a wife, as whoever, but they just never gave time to themselves. And I know you new moms are aware of these things because you've voiced that. You have said that, oh, I will never partake with that. Oh no, I saw my mom grow up like that. Or I saw my neighbor. It's just, you have a lot more understanding of the bad results of under caring for yourself. As for me, I'm a little older than some of you right now. And I, yes, growing up, that was not something that we were pressed to perform as. I grew up in a re religious atmosphere. So the role of a woman basically was, you know, if you are going to have a family, you should stay home and your husband should be the one making all the decisions for you because he knows best and you're just there to help him. Um, a lot of times the family was more of a gift that was seen for the husband. And, you know, we as the women, we took that role. We took that role happily. We joined forces to get into that role, to be a wife, to be a mom. And, you know, it was working. 
it worked for a season. And I'll tell you why it works for a season. Because we start to realize, wait a minute, we are not even taking care of ourselves. How is this healthy? Who is this really helping? And I think when those times come, that's when maybe the household can disrupt a little bit. Because if you were always willing to be subservient to someone or to serve them with a mindset that they're better, so therefore you must serve them by you doing what they want before doing for yourself. That's always going to turn out bad because I've learned we are all here to live our best life and we are all here if we're fortunate enough to have someone share our life with us. That's what it should be, sharing. So as a new mom, you are taking on a new role and that role is, wow, I'm going to start caring for someone else. I am literally serving, not only serving 24 hours a day, taking care of a newborn, but you just gave blood, you know, you sacrifice your blood to have this child. And with that, your body has undertaken such a traumatizing event as birth, you know, and many times we just overskip it. So then after we have our beautiful baby, we are struggling sometimes through disappointment within ourselves with the realities that now we're a mom and we may not be able to behave a certain way or act a certain way or do other other activities that we find more um, exciting to do. So I found as a postpartum doula, I've met many women who have shared with me some of their concerns. Some of the concerns I had as a new mom are still some of the concerns that some of the new moms are having. And that is, who am I? Which way am I going? Why does everything else seem like it's right, but I still feel like something is wrong? So I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you that if everything feels like, okay, it's flowing, but you still are not feeling like you got it all together or something's not right and you just don't know what it is, it may be time for you just to sit, be quiet and start being connected, um, reconnecting with yourself. And I say reconnect. Sometimes moms get so caught up in, I'm having a new baby, let me take care of the baby. Sonogram, I want to listen to my baby's heartbeat. Oh, I can see the baby moving. Oh, I've gained weight. It's so much observation that someone else is in your body, let alone becoming a part of your new life. But you are slowly diminishing as a person, as an individual. And I think with that, when we're not sure why we feel so disconnected, why we feel like, no, that's not the path that I'm feeling. I don't feel like everything's okay. It probably is because everything's not okay for you. So your baby may be getting sufficient milk. If you're breastfeeding, I give you a hands up to say thank you for feeding your child, taking care of your baby. And breast milk is the most natural nourishment for your child. And it takes time to develop that um, desire. It's a connection that you will probably never forget and you will always appreciate. Um, But taking from your own body and constantly giving to others around you. And if you're not resting, if you're not eating, if you're not drinking, if you're not getting fresh air, and especially if you don't have someone that's constantly near you to comfort you, to hug you, to pat you on the shoulder, to tell you, what can I do for you? It can get draining. It can be a little form of isolation because you have been putting yourself on hold. I want to encourage you, please take time for you. Take time to reconnect with yourself. If you're feeling disconnected, that's you telling yourself, I need to hear from you. I need you to tell me you love me. I need you to tell me I'm just as wonderful before 
the um before I had this baby, I'm still wonderful. I'm just as wonderful before I had this baby. What does that mean? I'm just as wonderful as I was before I had this baby. I'm just as wonderful. So I repeated that because I want you to get the idea that no one has taken anything from you. You are still the wonderful person that you were even before you found out you were pregnant, even before you started your labor pains, even before your baby was one week old. You have been a wonderful person. Don't stop telling yourself that. Don't think because you're having difficulty, maybe you didn't sleep three hours or four hours as if as you wanted and you only slept an hour and a half. Don't think you're a terrible person and don't think your days are terrible. You know, it, yeah, you're going to get tired. It's expected, but it's only for a season. It's okay. You know, life is going to throw wonderful surprises at you. They are not terrible. They're there to help you grow into the wonderful person that you already are. You just don't know it. New mothers have the responsibility to not neglect themselves. That's my advice to you. That's my comforting words to you. That's my storage of gifts. If I can give you, if today was Christmas, I would give you the gift to tell you that you are wonderful, that you are enough and you are a blessing and you are powerful because you need to know that you are the most important person in your life, all right? If you're feeling disconnected and everything else around you seems like it's flowing, but you're not, it's possibly because you're not. You're not connected to you. What can you do? What are some things that I learned along the way that helped me to stay connected to myself when I felt like, oh man, I feel off today. I feel tired. I feel sad. I feel um, very irritable or I feel crampy, you know, cramps everywhere. I feel achy. I feel cold. What is it when I'm not feeling as perky as I would like to? You're disconnected from you. So somewhere along the line, you put yourself a little bit too far on that list of things to do. I want to encourage you, um, little tips that I did. Please take this. Please add it as you need it. Think about it along the path that you're on as you're growing into this new mom. Make sure you remember that you were a woman first, okay? And um, what I try to do, I meditate. Try to meditate 15 minutes a day to clear my head, to clear my thoughts. I just sit in a quiet place, get some quiet. If I can get a fan going, you know, you have lots of us have some of the air conditioning on. And if you have something else that's just a constant noise behind you, some type of sound, a buzzing sound, <laughs> you can even use the, the, the white noise um, sound machines that come with some of the baby care products, right? Something that's neutral. 15 minutes. Give yourself 15 minutes just to sit and be quiet. You breathe in. You can count breathing in through your nose, breathing out through your nose. Maybe you can breathe in and count to the numbers five. Breathe out through your nose and count through the number five. This will allow you to start to clear some of your thoughts. You know, you just get calm enough that you kind of stop thinking so much. And a lot of our stresses, a lot of our confusion, a lot of our aches and pains is actually stress that we're bringing onto ourselves because we're not really in a position to do so many um, physical action steps of getting things done. And this is building up in our head because we know, oh, I got this to do, I have that to do. And maybe it's not moving as quickly as you would like it to because your body's recovering. Maybe you just didn't get to it because you were just too tired. That's where I'm letting you know it's okay. But if you're disconnected from some of the things that's happening around you, you can reconnect. And the most important to reconnect 
to the most important person that you can do that favor of connecting with is yourself. Meditation is very helpful. I do it for 15 minutes every day just to get quiet and just to clear my head. And afterwards, what I do when that 15 minutes is up, because I use a little timer, um, I just take some time and get a little notepad, a little pencil, pen or whatever. And I just start writing, you know, my little thoughts that I have down. And now I'm fine that I'm a little more clearer. I'm a little more calmer. And I just write whatever, you know, I'm just writing down whatever thoughts come to my head and I leave it. Most of the time I found that has been one of the most uh, powerful things I can do because I'm kind of reconnecting with myself mentally. You know, it's just me, myself and I, just me, myself and I thinking calmly. I'm not trying to achieve anything. I'm not trying to do anything. It's just quiet. And that often brings a sense of balance for me. Another thing, of course, you know, is just having a cup of warm tea with ginger and lemon and some honey. I enjoy that. Just a nice warm cup of tea. And again, I sit quietly. It only takes about 10 to 15 minutes of your time. This is something that I do. And that soothes me. It kind of gives me that fresh feeling that I'm loved, I'm cared for. I don't know if it's the scent of ginger or the taste of the honey or the nice um, aroma of the lemon, but it refreshes me somehow, makes me feel clean, makes me feel happy, and it soothes me. So I like to do things to give me peace because why should I feel so stressed over things that I know is going to pass? We all know, I don't care what happened today. You and I both know it's not going to last forever. So at that moment that we find that we're disconnected or we're just struggling within ourselves, what are we doing? It's okay to stop, get off the wheel, stop just for a few minutes and take a break, breathe, okay? And it helps you to refocus because if you're just going, 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 and you're nonstop moving, you are going to hit a wall. You're going to fall flat on your face, emotionally, physically, or spiritually. You're going to fall flat. And you're going to wonder, what the heck happened to me? Why am I acting like this, you know, crazy woman? So it's our responsibility that we have, and that's powerful. We don't need to give that away. We don't need to put it aside. That's important. You are still important, all right? So while you're um, going through this new phase of being a mom, Remember, you're a woman. So um, something else that I do when I found myself being, you know, even after I had my newborn and I had my two-year-old who was there and she was taking temper tantrums and, you know, kicking the wall, screaming, 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 because she couldn't get something that she wanted at that time that was really important to her, but it was not vital to me. And it wasn't a life and death situation for her, but she felt like it was. And I still had my newborn and, and I was exhausted, but I had to figure out, well, how am I going to help her, him and myself? Because she was screaming at the top of her lungs. Mind you, the newborn was sleeping through everything, but I wasn't. So he was able to calm himself and fall asleep and stay sleeping while my daughter was bright red, screaming for a toy that she wanted and she couldn't get. Okay, she couldn't get it because at that second I could not get it for her and she herself could not get it. And I needed to get myself together before dealing with her. And I didn't always know what to do, but I started to realize I don't need to try to talk her out of her emotions. So I think sometimes when we are feeling 
disconnected. We try to downplay our own emotions. We try to say, oh, well, it's okay. It's That's not really a problem. You know, I don't even care about that. Let me not even worry about that. Okay, that sounds nice for maybe for that one moment. But how long can I, as a parent, have been keeping my two-year-old screaming, 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 and I keep ignoring her or telling her, you know what, that's not really important. I'm not even going to worry about that. For the same thing. And it's constantly something that would have been happening over and over and over. That means there's something not going on. And uh, after a while, my child would, would learn the only way to get things is by screaming her head off. Or if I kept doing that and ignoring her constantly for the same thing, either she's going to say, well, I'm not that important. So sometimes we have to know when is it time to not tell ourselves we don't need to worry about that. Oh, that's not really important when we're feeling a certain way. And maybe it's just not connecting with everyone else in the room. It may be our real feeling. We may feel embarrassed about something, you know, or it could have been something as simple as you're breastfeeding and then you're on your shirt, you start leaking and you're, in a, you know, around a group of friends, male and female, and maybe you feel a little awkward. Okay. So, and what happens? Maybe one person here is not a, a breastfeeding parent. Maybe they're not a parent at all. Maybe they never knew that women leak when they're breastfeeding, okay? And they just make a joke. Maybe it's inappropriate or maybe you think it's inappropriate, but whatever the reason, they joke and everyone's laughing. Like, what? how are you feeling if all of a sudden you're taking that in so much and you say to yourself, oh, that didn't even mean anything. I don't even know why I'm upset. I mean, you know, we can't just knock our feelings to the curb. Don't do that to yourself. We cannot entertain every thought, every action, and cry over it. Over it, but we should not dismiss everything as not, as just to ignore it. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging a feeling and then saying it's okay. Don't deny um, your emotion just to feel you have to move on. Accept it. Okay, well, I don't like this feeling. I can see everybody else is probably having a laugh off of me. Okay, guys, that's all right. I don't like it. But okay, excuse me, I'm going to go take care of this. Now, that doesn't put you in a behavior to say you're a child. You know, you don't have to sit there and express every detail of how you're feeling to people who may not understand, but you can acknowledge, you know, I, I don't agree with your laugh. I don't agree with your joke or, you know, whatever the case, acknowledge you. How about that? Just acknowledge yourself. You don't need to get angry. You don't need to show all excessive emotional um, anger, you know, just verbalize that. No, I don't appreciate your joke, but I'm going to excuse myself. I'm going to take care of my business. Sure. Go clean yourself up, do what you need to do. Sit down by yourself for a few minutes and acknowledge, wow, what really was going on with you? See it from the other person's viewpoint if you can, but that does not take away from you. Wow. I'm really embarrassed or wow. I wish I had bought another blouse or wow. Next time I need to do this, I need to wear a bra with pads. And there's so many options of what could have and should have happened, right? But I want you not to deny yourself your own emotion. If you didn't like something, it's okay to verbalize, I don't like it. But you don't need to keep going on and on and on and on, expressing it to people and writing a book about it. Do you know what I mean? We don't have to all be, oh, the worst times of my life, I'm going to write about it in a book. Well, everybody has a bad day. Everybody has a worst moment. So that's not changing it. They do come. And when they come, it doesn't mean we have to ignore it to fit in. We can acknowledge our feelings and then deal with it. And if it means having to separate ourselves for a moment from a group to get that reconnection with ourselves, that's probably the best thing you can do for yourself. And then re-enter the group when you feel like it. Don't deny yourself because that keeps you steady and connected to you because you are still the most important person 
in your life as you are growing. There are times that um, I'm hearing from new moms that, wow, I just don't feel good. I don't like how I look. And they're verbalizing these words. I don't like, oh, I'm so fat. Oh, you know, or they're becoming very prideful. Oh, you know what? I don't have any stretch marks. When my sister, she just had a baby. Oh, she looks terrible. Oh, she looks this. I think we all know our body is whatever it is. And we're striving to be like something else. I'm, I got to a point where I'm learning to accept my body. Yes, I'm still working on my abdominal muscles. I'm going to keep my abdominal muscles tight. I want to um, continue to tone my body, not just for how I feel about it, but because the benefits, the health benefits that I will have when your muscles are toned, it keeps our bones um, easier, you know, to be protected and cared for. But when we, we lose muscle tone, our bones become um, easier to be fragile and crack and break and tear and all these other inconvenient um, possibilities of bone fractures. So for me, muscle toning is really important. But body image is important to all of us, isn't it? After you have a baby, we don't need someone telling us what we don't look like. Oh, you don't look like you used to be like this. You used to, really, we don't need someone to constantly to remind us of what we were. How about accepting us where we are? So again, you know, I tell you guys, look in the mirror and um, look at your body, full view mirror, naked and stand before yourself and accept you for who you are. Start beginning to reconnect with you. This is your body. You're living in this body. You know, you are living in this body and you are responsible to take care of it. So if you're noticing things on this body that you're not comfortable with, acknowledge that, verbalize that without bashing yourself without saying, I hate this about my own body. I don't like it when my body does that. You can acknowledge yourself in areas that you would love to see differently in a positive way. And what's different? Why should our words be different? Because your body is a living being. It's you. So if you're constantly bashing your body, how do you think that feels? You're feeling awkward, small, little, weak. Nobody in this whole world needs to tell you how wonderful you are. They don't need to do any pumping up of your value and your worth. That's something that only you can do. And that's why standing in front of a mirror, fully viewed body image of yourself, naked, can help you to reconnect and accept your body for what it is and start rebuilding it the way you would like it to be. All right? With positive words. You know what, girl? That tummy is a little bit too flabby right now, but I really appreciate how you held my baby in there for nine months. Thank you so much. But you know what I'm going to do for you, tummy? I'm going to tighten you up and I'm going to take care of you. I just decided I'm going to have two apples today, maybe half a banana and a large cup of lemon water. Something positive. We see it. We see the imperfections, but our body has gotten us this far. I think we owe it an apology. I love me. And the only person that will ever, ever, ever really appreciate that is me. Because I live in this body every day. Just like you live in your body every day. When you're feeling disconnected, when you're feeling like my body is not up to doing this job. My body's not up to getting up early. My body's not up to um, feeding this baby. My body's not up to having sex with my partner. My body's not up to reading a book to my three-year-old. That's all right. 
you're being honest. Verbalizing positive, honest words about how you're really feeling keeps you connected. And when you're being connected to you, you'll be able to be healthy and connected to your newborn, to your other children, to your partner and your friends and your community. And that's what is going to help keep you the wonderful woman that you already are. Okay. So I, again, I'm so happy. I'm so grateful that you've taken the time to stop by, add me on your day of things to do list and listen in. I'm very grateful for that. I hope this postpartum talks podcast is adding something to your life to remind you of being a woman is such a beautiful thing, especially when we have the opportunity to bring life into this world. And for all you mommies, congratulations, congratulations, peace and love to all of you. Thank you. This has been Postpartum Talks and I'm Donna.